Hi folks, before we get started, we'd like to take a moment to let you know some of the content on this podcast may not be suitable for some audiences. It's all in good fun, but we just wanted to let you know. Hey now, it's drive time here with your old buddy, Engineer Jim. And we're rocking and bopping all day long on 96.9 KJZZ. That's right, baby. We're going to keep the countdown rolling with a fresh groove that always gets my full attention. So, if you're going out for a rip or making love on your mama's couch... You're going to get into this one, baby. It's the latest from Jay and Dan. That's right, baby, because we're always shooting our jams right here in the audio hole on 96.9 KG. <laughs> I think they play these guys on KG. On the Jay and Dan podcast. Here, 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 here. Come out of your homes. Punch cake and cookies. Children, there'll be a carnival in Bouncy Castle. You're sure a cute kid. You ever seen a pig's penis? It's like a corkscrew. <laughs> Did you ever touch it? <laughs> Fun fact about poop. Now, they're not as heavy as you think. Some of them are pretty heavy. Deuce, deuce. This is me, 24 years old. Actually, speaking of my little brother, he's uh, he's six. So <laughs> being the upstanding big brother that I am, I'm starting to lie a little fast here. <laughs> So Wait, you have a brother? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, well, Kenny, microchips are made by a group of renegade leprechauns who live in Provo, Utah. Let's you decided to make up a fake stuff. human? <laughs> Sorry, because I thought it was such a funny joke. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. Your imaginary brother's 26 now. <laughs> Kenny is 26. At first, I didn't know if I was bringing it up because I thought maybe, like... This is a sensitive subject. Yeah. I've never brought it up before. <laughs> I have a mysterious brother. My name's Ken. They know who I am. Kenny, Kenny, Kenny. You're listening to the Jay and Dan Podcast. <laughs> Dad's. So your brother's big city Ken? That's him. That's what everyone figured out on Twitter. It all came full that's circle. It. That's why he said that. You know who I am. And that's the end of the podcast. That's how we all ended the podcast. That's wow. how it, it ended. Best ending of a podcast or TV show since My Newhart. mind just exploded. That's it. That's what... That's, <sighs> Yeah, a lot of people called me out on the fact that I made up a little brother for the purposes of a stand-up comedy act that was terrible. Never a single way. And then uh, Kenny Onright's now on Twitter. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> yeah, you can follow at Kenny Onright now because he's uh, he's so upset that I had ignored him all these years that he got on Twitter. Yeah, he sends out tweets like, don't you love me? I hold power always. So everyone go follow uh, Kenny Onright on Twitter. Welcome to the hiccups.
Who is Kenny? Is anyone in this room Kenny? Nope. So it's the real Kenny. Yeah. It's probably the, I wonder if it's the Jay and Dan memes guys. Yeah, I like those guys. They like the podcast a lot. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, special guest today. He's been on before. We haven't had him back since. <laughs> Jerry D. <laughs> That's great. That's a great intro. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. I love this. Jerry D. I was saying, is this Jerry D when he was Kenny Onright's age when I did that stand up? <laughs> so. He looks hey, eight, who's that good looking guy. He looks 18 years old. And what is this shirt? Yeah, this is that is affliction? It's like a schooner, though, I think. No, that's oh, no, those, those are pterodactyls. Oh, that is pterodactyls. <laughs> There's like three pterodactyl fossils on his shirt. That's what he, he was like. You know what would be good for my 8x10 to get acting jobs? A sweater <laughs> with pterodactyls on it. Uh, we're going to have to ask uh, Jerry D about Amy Schumer. They were in Last Comic Standing together, and they're still friends. And she's like the biggest comic in the world right now. Wow, he must feel really inadequate. No, he's got a hit show. <laughs> Mr. Just D. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> You're the one who said he was a terrible guest. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> uh, by the way, our show is brought to you by Fox Sports Live every night, 11 Eastern, 8 Pacific on Fox Sports 1, and we celebrated our two-year anniversary. Watch it! Yesterday, and I got to tell you, people people thought we wouldn't last, Dan. That's right. The show's changed a lot. It used to start with Carissa Thompson. We played the clip last night where mm-hmm. she says, this is how the show works. Yeah, and then she introduced our panel, which was five people, yes. including a uh, a stone-faced Andy Roddick, who clearly had regretted taking the job instantly. And then it got to us a full minute into the first show before you actually saw our faces. And then I think deeper we went into that first month, we didn't show up till like four minutes into the show. Can I also say Awful Announcing is a website out there. They report on sports media here in the United States. They've been very good to us. They did a report on the two-year anniversary of Fox Sports 1 and... The various ups and downs that the network has gone through. And they were very positive about us. And they said, I wonder if they'll continue to build around Jay and Dan. Their contracts are up. And then commenters were like, "Uh, they already announced that they they picked up their contracts. So too late now. You're stuck with us. Classic Jay and Dan. You're stuck with us. We've talked about pools a lot on this podcast. Oh, here we go. Uh, I recently moved into a a new complex that has a pool. And uh, this happened... Over the weekend. Dear residents, the pool will be closed for maintenance due to an incident that occurred today. Mm. Sounds hot. Pool access will resume on Sunday at normal pool hours of 6 a.m. In the meantime, residents are welcome to enjoy the pool deck and jacuzzi. We ask all residents and their guests that going forward, you abide by community pool policies, including. You're supposed to guess which one of these occurred. I, I believe. No glass. No pets. No changing of diapers near the pool. Mm. Proper swim up. attire must be worn at all times. Policies are in place to avoid situations such as what occurred today. Oh. We apologize for any inconvenience. Appreciate your cooperation in this matter. Sincerely. Management team. Do we get to guess what the incident was? Yes. So no Someone glass. Someone leaned over the pool, bent down, shat directly into the pool. <laughs> Well, I did discover, overhearing some elevator chatter. Oh, a bit of an eavesdropper, are you? It's a pretty small elevator. <laughs> it's not like I'm on the other side of a room. Ooh, what are you guys talking about over <laughs> still, there by the buttons? And so I get in, and the first sentence I hear is someone saying to another person in the elevator, 
So everyone in the uh, the complex knows now? I said, yep. There was poop from a diaper in the pool. Mm. Still poop. Still poop. Now here's some... Here's how, how long before... So that happened on a Friday. Pool didn't open until Sunday. They didn't empty the pool, so I guess they shocked it. They got the out of it and then shocked it? I don't know. Shocked? How long do you wait to go back in that pool? I think you go back in right away. That chlorine will kill that At least a week. What? Yeah. I just go right it's back in. Through. Yeah, it's got a cycle. Yeah. It's like uh, a jockey getting knocked off the horse. You get right back on that horse. <laughs> you get right back in that sh- <laughs> but now straight in. You delicious. dive head first into the pool. But it's forever now. Why couldn't they just said it was being clean? Well, okay, but it's like Caddyshack. Remember Caddyshack? But now it's in my was... head whenever I'm like, oh, there was <laughs> in that pool. There was yeah, there's in it. Here's a news flash. Every pool has had in it. All those pools that you stare at watching being cleaned in uh, Vegas, there's all over that pool. It might not be like a full clump. Someone let off a fart or something like that <laughs> after a night of clubbing. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, I see things aren't going well in L.A. for you. Someone, I, don't, I don't swim in those pools. Someone went to Pink Taco and had a few too many enchiladas and then hit few the clubs. too many. <laughs> Lifted a few too many. <laughs> I mean, there's in every pool. So that was. Uh... So you're never going back in your pool? I went in yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. But I only let the water come up to here. I didn't, I'm like keeping my. Oh, so you're never going, going underneath anymore. Don't want it in my eyes or my ears or my mouth. <laughs> that's what she that's, said. That's the title of my book. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want it in my eyes, my ears, or my mouth. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, wow. The Dan O'Toole story. <laughs> wow. Uh, okay, we have another thing we want to discuss here about Gabe Kapler, your hero in life. That's right, he's a great man. He's now the Dodgers director of, like, uh, player person. Player person. Yeah. He, he used to work with us on the first two years of the show. Big front office he, guy with the L.A. First Dodgers. First year. Yeah. He is in better shape than, I don't know, 99% of professional athletes out there today. Correct. And he writes a blog. You've written for the blog. What did I you have... write? How to avoid <laughs> pools? <laughs> uh, I lost a bunch of weight, and he got me on a, a fitness regimen, and I... Uh... I told my story. <laughs> How long was that blog? It was longer than the intro for your book. <laughs> okay. It was more detailed. So here's the blog that Gabe just wrote, and I thought it might be fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. The title is Au Naturel. Oh. If you, I don't know if you guys want to play some music under this. Here we go. If you want to be your strongest, get, your, get some sun on your boys. <laughs> By boys, I mean your testicles. <laughs> Baseball players are continually trying to mine every legal advantage they can. Any pro athlete is working to get stronger, and they're looking for their nutrition, supplements, even superstitions to do so. There's a running joke in baseball clubhouses about eating bananas. Blair A. You know why I like to eat bananas? Blair B. Why? Blair A. Ever see a weak gorilla? Time out. There's no way that conversation's <laughs> ever happened. In a clubhouse. It sure has. Every clubhouse, that conversation has happened. We've often mused on the value of vitamin D and getting it through some carefully calculated exposure to the sun. Even a baseball player out in the sun daily is usually mostly covered in long pants, a shirt, a hat, and slathered in sunscreen. We get less vitamin D than we think. There are links between testosterone production and an ample supply of vitamin D. Oh, this is long. (laughs) (laughs) You can skip to the one part. I saw where he gets into it. Where is it? 
back. <laughs> I lost it. Here it is. I've got it. Oh, you got it? Okay, yeah, go. Where? Which which part? It's uh, right there. Thanks. Oh, yeah, here it is. Right there. At that part. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> so we were fairly confident in that a deficiency in vitamin D would be athletes aiming to be their strongest. However, we might be able to accelerate our amplify the benefit of sun exposure. How? Through being in the sun in our most natural form, sans clothing. Hmm. Revealing your balls to nature will be freeing, and it might just help you be your strongest and fastest. Please, please, please explain, Gabe. In 1939 <laughs> study, it's this is too much. When genitals are exposed, testosterone increases by more than 200%. Hi. <laughs> Point is, Gabe Kapler wants you to get your nuts out in the sun. If you don't have a big property, where can you do this? Can't you do it by your pool? I think I would be kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd say, hey, people are in the pool. I'm not yeah. doing anything bad. But couldn't you, what kind of uh, uh, bathing trunks do you wear? Do you wear the, the boxer style? Oh, I wear swim trunks. Yeah, like, so, but not, you don't wear like bikini brief style, no. do you? You're not Luganus in No, I can't, I can't pull it to the side. That's what I was thinking. Maybe you get yourself the bikini brief style. You expose one nut and then the other nut. You kind of do a, re- a reverse thong. <laughs> Come on, it'll be fun. So you split the balls. You try it first on the beach closest to your house. <laughs> Show me how it goes. I can't do that. That's indecent exposure Pup in the city of Santa Monica. But you oh. live in uh, Marina del Rey. That's different. That's uh, like the Wild West. <laughs> it's the Wild West. People walking around with open liquor bottles. Yeah. Just, man, people, it's like Russia. People's nuts are hanging around all the time. <laughs> Everyone's hanging their nuts out. Does uh, Gabe seriously hang out behind his house? Well, he lives in, in Malibu. It's, it's pretty removed where he is. Like nobody yeah. else is around for Wait, him. how do you know? Have you been to his been house? Been to his house, yeah. Why? I shot a... Remember <laughs> yeah. he had to go shoot yeah, his thing shoot, there. Shoot that, uh, we did a fitness series. You, like in a, the cage with Gabe. Where can we see that? Yeah, where can we see FoxSportsLive.com. Oh. There's a lot of same place you find this podcast. Yeah. Play ball. Uh, we better call up our, our guest on the, uh, Gerard D. On it. Gerard D. Who's on the in, phone? in the middle of taping a new season? Yeah, uh, this is exciting stuff. Every summer, what a great way to spend the summer. You head to Atlantic Canada. And what a success story. Um, it's not easy to get a long-running Canadian TV show. Mm-hmm. That's not like a sports. Let's show. name them. The Beachcombers. That's it. <laughs> That's the only one that that ran for longer than four seasons. Mr. Dressup. True. But he was a pedophile. <laughs> you can't say that. He's dead. You can't say that. You got to beat that. He's dead. Can't say that. Jared from Subway. <laughs> oh, my. Right? Lil Sketch. Can we discuss this whole, this company has to reverse their whole advertising campaign. By the way, Carlton is here from our podcast sales department. Newsflash, we're the new Subway spokespeople. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Are we on with Jerry? Nothing? What yes. happened? Jim? Jim, talk to us. Uh, I keep getting uh, the party you were trying to reach is not available. What did you expect? That's not good. Uh, okay, I'll, well, I'll try him again. Here, I just sent a text to him. Okay. Make sure you have the right number here. here oh, while, okay. while we're doing that, I'm just going to say something real quick. For the next four podcasts, we'll be sponsored by our good friends at Amazon Student. Here's the deal with Amazon Student. It's the same as Amazon Prime. You get a free two-day shipping, unlimited photo storage, but it's available only to university and college students, and it's free for six months. After six months, Amazon Student is 50% off Prime, 
Canadian students can start their free six-month trial by going to Amazon.ca slash student. Boom. That's how you read a promo. So what's going on with that? Well, it's all about my book, Dan. (laughs) Uh, Amazon student, uh, if you're a student in Canada or the United States, you want to get the the new book, number two, go to Amazon student. Do I get Get free Amazon Prime? Hmm. Sorry, Dan. Do you ever order anything from Amazon? All the time. Uh, (laughs) Jerry says no call yet. He's not receiving any calls. Maybe... uh, Maybe we have the wrong number. No, I gave him the right number. Oh, 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 hang oh on, we're hang getting on. it. We're getting it. Oh, okay. ah, yeah. sounds like Jerry's on the line. Uh, I can't wait to talk to Jerry about the pterodactyl shirt. So let's please welcome to the podcast for uh, for another uh, occasion, another visit, Gerard D, star of Mister D, uh, who's on location in Halifax. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in Halifax, Jerry? Isn't that funny when people do that? I'm in Halifax. Hello? Oh, what a, what, a, what a place. How long have you been there shooting? Uh, since June 21st. How's it going, Jerry? Hey, Jay. I missed you, buddy. Oh, we miss you here, man. We're trying, but <laughs> they're, trying, they're trying to fill your shoes, but yeah, it's tough. It's tough. We miss it. <laughs> I'm waking up. There's new people on every day. I'm like, ah, who are these two? <laughs> are they throwing up new people literally every day, Jerry? <laughs> no, they're good. They're 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 they're, they're great. They're just it's not it's not you two. Uh, I can't name them. I'm not lying. I can't tell you right now who does the morning show anymore. I don't even know. I think it's just bring a friend to work, <laughs> and you can do it today. Who's this? This is Lori, my sister-in-law. Hey, Lori. Lori, my You'll sister-in-law. You'll be dead. What's your name? Bill. Bill. you be Jay. Do your best. Good luck. Okay. Just a <laughs> so. teleprompter. It's not that hard, Lori. Yeah, you guys. Stuff, stuff has to follow. Now, I know you're bombing down there, so. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, not working out for us. Uh, Jerry, yeah. so we were discussing yes. long-running Canadian TV shows. It's a, it's a short list. You got Beachcombers, Mr. Dressup, and now Mr. D. <laughs> yeah, two Mr. D's. Mr. D, yes, Mr. D, rest up. <laughs> what, what season are you in now? You're in season 12. We're, we're in five. Season five, so syndication's right around the corner. I don't even know if that exists. I don't know. People say that. No, I, you got to reach 100 know. episodes. Jerry, yeah, that, that's... so syndication riches are right around the corner. That Larry I, David money is coming to I don't you. think that happens in Canada, though. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> It's also David Larry money, which is a guy on my street that does commercials. A little different. Classic David Larry cash. The old David Larry Canadian entertainment income. We all know why you guys left now that we've been in the industry here for a couple years. Yes, it was purely scratch. I email your guy at Fox every day. Hey, hey, it's Jerry. Still looking for you to bring me down a couple of... But, uh, no, you guys are doing great two years, I talk. Well, are you still doing Jerry D. Sports Reporter? You know what? I might bring it back. No yeah. one wants it. I might, just, uh, I might just force it down everyone's throat. You can just YouTube. put it on the YouTubes. That's there. what I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to get someone to shoot them. I don't know how I'm going to get credentials. 
for these events. Just ask Lori. She'll get you. Oh, yeah. Well, she's gone. (laughs) One day. Tomorrow it's Bill's accounting (laughs) (laughs) sister-in-law. Lori was so good, too. She was. She was on. She was. She was. You could see the build coming. (laughs) And then she had to go because she's a nurse. And she had to go back. She had to save lives. The next day. So, no, I'm just kidding. I don't want to. I mean, I, I, uh. Uh, the Titian, he's good. He's awesome. I think they're just rotating. They're rotating the guys. It gets get confusing because it was just so nice knowing it was you two. Right. And I think most of Canada would agree with me. And now it's, uh, I think they're trying to, you know, you can't, you can't replace that. So, Jerry, who are special guests you've got appearing on your show this season? Donovan Bailey. Whoa. Yeah, we had a great time. He, uh, we do a retro, uh, so the story quickly is he's coming to town to do something for the Olympics, you know, which are next year. So it kind of will work well. And then I, I apparently, I, you know, I say I went to high school with him and I was, fat, I was, I was captain of the track team <laughs> awesome. and then he showed up and then we do a flashback. So we're dressed in eighties attire yes. oh, and I race him and, uh, I pull my hamstring like Michael Johnson <laughs> <laughs> and uh so i love that was that the greatest <laughs> thing ever by the way when he oh, pulled man. up like that he knew he well, was i got losing. to talk to donovan about it right it was cool i go you know i go was he hurt he goes no no <laughs> he grabbed four different spots he didn't, know what, he didn't know what he hurt first he started on his, his hip flexor then he switched and then he was grabbing so obviously he's done the analysis and come to the conclusion that he, you know, he pulled up. So just the fact that that race even existed at the Sky Dome. Yeah, looking back, it's just so bizarre. It was so weird, like the fact that he even agreed to it. It was. Yeah, I know, and it's funny because it's like everyone, you know, he's like, yeah, it was, you know, it's a good event, and it's one of those things where everybody remembers where they were. Oh yeah. I was 150. The, it was 150 meters, though, which was kind of weird. It was weird. That's right. Exactly. Like, just, why don't you do long jump, too? Like, just make up another event <laughs> they while split, you're at it. They split the difference. Did Alan so, Thick host it? Uh, did he? No, he Man. hosted, like, the opening of Skydome, didn't he? Yes, he did. I don't. I don't. He might have. He yeah. did. He would be a great guest again. No, he's fast, too. You yeah, ever seen him? speedy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he can, can run. Fly. Yeah, he can he really can run. Yeah. Oh man, he flew and he uh, he wrote some theme songs fast. You know, he wrote all the theme songs for all those shows we watched yeah. growing up. Yeah, different strokes, right? And uh, facts of life. Did he do those too? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, those are the only ones I know, Jerry. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't say those are the only ones I watch. <laughs> <laughs> the only two I watch. <laughs> Just those two. Just facts yeah. of life. That's uh, all I Jerry, funny story. Uh, I'll tell you. Oh, okay, go ahead. Yeah, no, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I was opening for uh, Jimmy Walker. Speaking of 80 sitcoms, I was opening for Jimmy Walker like 10 years ago. Yuck, yucks. He was brought in. And he, uh, I guess I did 31 minutes, and he wasn't happy. He was complaining. Who's this guy? You're supposed to do 30, right? So I went a minute over. So he was a bit of a diva, and he was complaining and whining. And you know, and he wasn't a strong comic at all. And I, this was 10 years ago. So the next night, I said, all right, screw this. So I get up on stage, and, and, and you're not allowed to mention his, his catchphrase. That was one of the notes oh, I was no. giving. You can't mention, dying oh my, right? So I get up there. I said, wow, what a night. Jimmy Walker's here. <laughs> Oh, God, I love that show. used to love that. How about that saying? What you talking about, Willis? Oh, man. 
That was fun when he used to say that. Remember when he used to say that? What are you talking about, Willie? I guess he wasn't happy. I said, good night. And then you just walked off and just dropped the mic. Yeah, I did six minutes. I go, there you go. Uh, Dan wanted to talk to you about Amy Schumer. Because you were on Last Comic Standing with Amy Schumer? Yeah, yeah. I got to know Amy fairly well. It's funny. It's great to see her. Uh, my my communication with her faded slowly as she got bigger. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, her circle got smaller, and I was like, now nah. it's like, okay, get out of here. It happens, you know, Jerry. Like, it happens. You know? yeah. But no, she's a good girl. And I, I, we did Last Comic. Where I got to know Amy really well was after Last Comic, we had to do a 60-city tour right. on a bus. So was, we hung out, you know, and she's a good girl. She was just starting then, and... Uh, yeah, Amy. Amy genu- genuinely is a good person. She looks after her, her crew and her group, and uh, she was always sweet back then. And you know, I mean, did I see that coming? No, I didn't see that coming. Um, you know, I think it was just so early. Uh, but she had something different. She had an edge to her, you know, that that was very different. And obviously, she's. And I remember when she did of Charlie Sheen. I called her, and I called her, and I said that was that was hilarious. She killed that. And and I remember she was just starting to, like, not even really build. She wasn't really doing anything. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm getting death threats. What? I said, don't worry. I said, you're, you know, you're, this is going to really, this is going to, you're going to blow up. And sure enough, she did. So, but who, I don't won think that, I who won that year? John Reap. John Reap, another nice guy. And Lavelle Crawford, who was the bodyguard of Saul on Breaking Bad. Oh. Big, big, big uh, black gentleman. Oh, yeah. Great guy. Uh, I was third, and Amy was fourth, so it, it was a uh, yeah, it was a good year. Do you take care of your crew, Jerry? Yeah, I try. I try. <laughs> yeah, I try to. I try to. You know, I don't. Uh, we gotta go for Timbits sometimes. Take them for Timbits. Amy's buying them Rolex watches. <laughs> I take mine for Timbits. How's uh, how's our friend Jonathan Torrance? Oh, doing? he's great. He's uh, God. Oh, he's funny on the show. Oh my God. Oh, uh, we did a scene yesterday and. <laughs> He was just so funny, and I said, "Why what, what, what don't we try and put a slow camera, uh, a, a slow motion lens here?" And and of course, you're just watching him. He's just, he's just, you know, to be able to do J Rock, and then come and do Mr. Cheely on our show too. He's just so his range is so wide, and uh, yeah, he's very talented and very funny. Uh, you want to play a little game on uh, our podcast? Love to. It's called Rapid Fire. Okay. He's got to answer. That's, that's, where that's, the, that's your cue, Patrick. Patrick. Hit that. Put a lot of effort in this okay. We were talking over. Can you hit it again? Here Patrick? it goes again. Here's the intro. Rapid fire. Rapid fire. Jerry, is what do you easy. think of that intro? That's what America gives you. <laughs> a lot of work you guys put in. <laughs> so we just asked you questions. Try to answer them as quick as you can. You ready? Okay. Okay. If you're going to visit Halifax on vacation, name a, two, a couple of spots that you have to visit in Halifax. Uh, cut restaurant uh, and uh, the waterfront. If uh, when you go on your stand-up tours, is there one city where every time you go there, it, it's a packed house where you're like, "Wow, they love me here." Calgary. Nice, Jerry. Okay, we have some from the fans because we sent them out out on sure. Twitter here. Yeah, Brett Fitzgerald asked, "Have you ever been sucker punched?" Yeah, twice <laughs> with bottles. With well, bottles? I, what? Twice with bottles. Right. Once a guy, I just got jumped at a bar once, and another time it was university, and I was dancing, and I guess I was dancing near this guy's girl, and he thought it was I was I wasn't even dancing with her, 
I don't know. I was out cold both times. So I don't really know. Wow. That story. Have you ever uh, come close to, to blows or, or a physical confrontation with a heckler ever? Uh, no, not physical. No. All right. Matt Reed asked nastiest place you've ever taken a dump in. Hmm. Oh, we really went lowbrow, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, gas stations aren't a lot of fun. Gas stations, no, you gotta hover. You gotta hover. You really work your quads. You <laughs> All right, Brady Lustick asks Would you rather go out for dinner with Dan or do a strip club with Jay? Hmm. Uh, strip, strip clubs are tough now. It's just too many people taking pictures. Yeah. Dinner with Dan, I got to pay, so. (laughs) (laughs) Gold. It's funny because it's true. (laughs) All right, one more. Uh, Parfiticus asks, who would be his once-a-year allowance, a.k.a. the Bon Jovi clause? What's that? Yeah, what is that? I don't know. It's like the maybe a woman you're allowed yeah, to have free, sex yeah. with. Oh, Rachel Mc. I tell you, that's a funny story. Rachel McAdams. Really? She's on our Canadian she, Wall of Fame, just on, like you, just like you, Jerry. By the way, you're on the Wall of Fame oh, this week. Oh, that's awesome. We put oh. you up, buddy. Thank you very much. <laughs> but uh, I'll tell you a funny story. Rachel McAdams, who I met, and I'm kind of you know I met her, and I just thrust myself into conversation, and my wife has one, and hers, no joke, but it was Paul Walker. And you can't reset them, right? So she's out. Yeah. No she's but out I of luck. Have a chance. Yeah. 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 Sorry, so Mrs. D. Yeah, you got to pick. You got to pick. Don't pick. A, you got to pick. And, you know, sadly, she wanted to try to switch to uh, the guy from Jump 21 Street or whatever. 21 Jump. Channing Tatum? Tatum? Yeah, I said no. No, yeah. nope. forget it. I thought, you, I thought you were going to say Jonah Hill, and I was going to be like, whoa. <laughs> you can have him. I think you can have the other guy, Jonah. You can, you can have him. Uh, Jerry, one more question before we let you go. This picture we have of you on the Canadian Wall of Fame appears to be maybe an 8x10 from your past, and you're wearing uh, what appears to be a sweater with three pterodactyl fossils on it. What was the mindset behind selecting such Jeez, a sweater? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Pterodactyl. <laughs> There's like pterodactyl fossils, like dead dinosaur fossils. You were like, I, I got to get my my eight by ten picture oh, today. No, isn't that the inside of the record? Remember the old record? No, there's no. Maybe was remember? it a famous band? No, remember when you used to have the old albums? The old you had to put that little piece in the middle. No, no, no. That's not no. what it is, then. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have a big pterodactyl collection. I'm not going to lie. A little miniature one. So you got me. You got me. I've been exposed. Uh, Jerry, when does the new season uh, premiere on the CBC? Uh, I don't know the date, but it'll be January. Uh, but I am doing some Yuck Yucks clubs in the Let's fall. Hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. September 11th, 12th, Yuck Yucks Toronto. October 16th, 17th, Yuck Yucks Ajax. And then you can catch them live October 23rd, 24th at Yuck Yucks Mississauga for tickets call 967-6431. I love it. And then they can visit your website too, right? Yeah, they can get them there. But I'm just going to work on my new, uh, my new tour stuff, so... It won't be very good. <laughs> That's the asterisk at the end of the sentence. Bit of a no. workshop session. Yeah, it's a little bit of both. Uh, and then when they introduce you to come on stage, they can say, and a member of the Canadian Wall of Fame on the Jay and Dan podcast. Oh, that's that's going to be my new credit when I get introduced. Yeah. So there you go. Thanks, Jerry. And I'll be in always. L.A., guys. I'll be in L.A. When? I'll let you know when I'm when I'm down. I'll be there in September. So. Toolsy's got a room for you. You can, uh, you can go for a wow. swim in his pool. There's it, a bunch of sh- 
in Someone there. just pooped he, in the pool. He lives in Arizona. Like, why don't you live further? <laughs> he likes the commute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But congrats. I think you had a baby, uh, Jay, right? Yes, I did, Jerry. Congrats on that. And, 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 uh, and that's great news, so I hope that's all fun and, and you're having fun. It's going. <laughs> <laughs> She's alive, Jerry. She's alive. She's that's the good. important thing. Thanks, buddy. Good. Thanks, Jerry. Great seeing you. Great talking to you. Thanks, yeah, guys. good showing you, Jerry. Love yeah. you, buddy. Take hey, care. Hi, Jacob. Bye. <laughs> oh, Jacob. Jacob oh, Bowman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll tell him you said hi. Tell him I said hi. You'll get an email from me next week. <laughs> See you later. Bye. See you, buddy. Uh, you can follow uh, Jerry on Twitter as well, <laughs> at Jerry D G E R R Y D. Jerry, J- we should explain that Jacob is the guy who brought us here. Brought us here. He reached out to us. The gatekeeper. We yeah, they call him the gatekeeper of Fox. Uh, I- I'd say we uh, read a couple of quick emails, and then we uh, dive into um, uh, six, six degrees. degrees of engineering. I love Jim. it. I love it. Emails. Can we uh, touch our bags? Jerry D can always we, brings the brings the energy. Can we touch our? That's the cue there. That's, there it is. It's time to touch their bag, the Jay and Dan mailbag. I'll read one. You read one. I love it, Dan. This one from Jordan Harris. Remember, go to jayanddan.com, upper right hand corner. You can send us an email. Subject is don't forget the East. Dear Jay and Dan, well specifically just Jay because Toolsy hasn't written a book yet. I was excited to hear of number two being released in October in your cross-county book tour. I think you meant country. Yep. I was disappointed you are coming no further east than Toronto. I'd like to personally invite you to Fredericton, New Brunswick. I know you may be scared of New Brunswick after the pooping in an old man's apartment experience, but I assure you that most of us New Brunswickers are upstanding citizens with clean houses and lots of toilet paper. <laughs> Here's the thing. I may have one last weekend free. I can go to one city. Where should it be, everyone? I'm thinking Halifax. Maybe it's the most central. Maybe everyone in Atlantic Canada can come. It's tough, though. I realize. It's, it's presumptuous for me to assume everyone can make it to Halifax. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Jerry can. Jerry might still be there. Uh, here's one from Scott Rowling. Just checked out jandan.com and the online version of the Canadian Wall of Fame. Very cutting edge and interactive. Yeah. Indeed. Go check it out. My suggestion, Canadian curling legend Kevin Martin. Not likely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, we were only reading one each. Oh, that's it? Well, I think so, right? Okay. We um, got a lot. Yeah, we got some great Okay, ones. we'll write one Let's more. read a few more. Okay. Uh, this is from Stefan Deragowski, Jay and Dan podcast, Six Degrees with Engineer Jim. This is the subject. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, guys, been a huge fan since day one of the TSN pod, and I've listened to every episode. Miss having you guys in Canada, but love to see the success you're having south of the border. I'm getting married this September. I think he meant in September or this. Labor Day, long weekend, and would love a shout-out from you guys. By the way, Stefan, you're making a lot of people upset by getting married on a long weekend. Yeah, because- no sh- ruined their long weekend yeah and by the way another thing we discovered and we may have confused everybody else here who's not canadian they don't call them long weekends yeah you call them three-day weekends three-day weekends long weekend or holiday weekend long weekends way better yeah long it's a long weekend guys instead of hey it's not a a regular weekend weekend. it's a long one yeah so you can adopt that blank stares i'm getting right Mm. (laughs) so i'd love to have a shout out from you guys i have two bands artists for engineer jim oh okay Let's yeah, let's let's segue right into it here. We'll dive right into this. Okay. Number one, Lincoln Park. Number two, Garth Brooks. Keep killing it, boys. Stefan from Regina, Saskatchewan. Love Regina. Regina. Riders having a tough year. Okay, so Lincoln Park, engineer Jim. 
Yes. Yes. Whoa. Unbelievable. Oh. You look, you're very hesitant there. You had such a poker face uh, on there. <laughs> uh, so Lincoln Park, it's just simply uh, I recorded in the same studio that they've done a bunch of their records. And the guy who was their assistant engineer on their records assisted me on a record that I did. As and well. what studio is that? NR- NRG Studios in North Hollywood. Great now, place. The lead singer of Linkin Park, is he not the lead singer of Stone Temple Pilots now, no, too? No. 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 He's the no, lead singer of another band, though. He's, is like, he? taken over. Oh, maybe. Uh, Let's look know. it up. Can we Wikipedia that? Let's wiki yeah. that right. one. Okay, and the second one was Garth Brooks. That one, I, I was... Because he would be in Nashville, right? Yeah, or uh, doesn't he live in Oklahoma or Texas? He probably he has his own recording south. studio in his house now. Yeah, um, I, I was going to say maybe through his, isn't he married to Trisha Yearwood? Yes, yes, he is. Yes. So uh, somewhere in there, probably a connection. I, I never worked directly with her, but I've worked with a lot of people that have worked with her. Do you She's know, got a great voice. last year he was the highest uh, grossing country artist he made like 90 million or something last year yes yeah, i don't understand no, this because it was his like return to oh it. he came back yeah. into the tour and the but thunder rolls <laughs> I, I had no idea he was still killing it like that though it's yeah. people love him yeah. i love that he just took 15 years off and yeah he's like, like you guys let's get some retirement more yeah. retirement that everybody says he's a great guy yeah he seems to be a good dude yeah mike what'd you find on the google machine nope nothing can I read one more Not confirmed. One more uh, email here, mm-hmm. and then yeah. we'll get to a couple more of Jim's. This is from Joe Miller. Hey, guys, my name is Joe Miller. <laughs> <laughs> from just outside Windsor, Ontario, strip club capital of Canada. Debatable, Joe. A couple of months ago, I tore all three tendons off the bone in my hamstring playing road hockey, an injury that required surgery and a long recovery. I've spent the last eight weeks stuck in bed. I figured there was no better way to spend this time than pulling my pud and re-listening to the podcast. I went back to the very start of the TSN days and listened through each and every podcast all the way up to the latest American Era pod. Just wanted to say a quick thanks for the laughs and helping the days fly by. I should also note that because of my injury, using the bathroom wasn't so easy, so I was able to utilize the classic Taggart line, Is somebody going to wipe my bum or what? (laughs) Thanks again. I get married in six weeks. You're all invited, even Patrick, I guess. I'll take you to the finest titty bars Windsor can offer. Pulling my putt. I haven't had that term in years, and my buddies always used to use that in high school. It's a great one, isn't yeah. it? Pulling my yeah, putt. It's terrific. Now, do we have a couple, we have a couple more, I think, that uh, Mike had for Jim here. Yeah, we have some uh, suggestions for Six Degrees. Oh, uh, yeah. Be, uh, Steve McManus has one, Jim. And I love this. The Beach Boy. Finally. Jam in with Jimmers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, I do have a great connection with yes! these boys. Um, okay, so uh, back in the early 80s or mid, mid-80s when Brian Wilson was still recluse, and I believe with Dr. Landy still, because I believe that was who I had met. Uh, I was working over at Paramount Pictures on the big music scoring stage, like the one they have here at Fox. Mm -hmm. And uh, they told me Brian Wilson was going to come over, and uh, he just wanted to play the piano in the studio. Wow. So 
wow, awesome is right. So, okay, going to meet Brian Wilson. And this is way before he started to break out of his shell and perform. This was when he was still a completely a recluse. Right. And that's that's when he built a sandbox in his house, correct, or something? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And just very quickly, the Dr. Landy thing. So he was basically under the spell. Yeah, of, uh, it was crazy, man. He came over to the studio. Uh, the sweetest guy. We had this big grand piano set up out in this gigantic tracking room like the size of an airplane hangar. And uh, he just wanted to hear the sound in this big room and play the piano. And he gets there, and the guy's like, hey, look, you can't talk to Brian. Only I talk to Brian. And he had an assistant with him, too. He's like, you can't ask him any questions, anything at all, any technical questions, anything. You ask me, you don't say a word to Brian. So weird. So Brian comes in the studio, and he's looking all around, and, you know, he, you know he's kind of looking at the piano, and I'm trying to talk to this guy, and I, I don't remember if it's Landy or not. And... uh I'm like, well, you know, uh, I have headphones set up here if he wants to listen through the headphones. I have the piano mic'd if he'd rather hear it that way. It's completely up to him. You know, everything's set up to record. So if you want to leave with a tape or whatever you want to do, we're ready to go. We'll just be flies on the wall here in the studio and, you know, let him just relax. So, so Brian sits down at the piano and, and he's playing, and he's looking around, and he just lights up. He has this huge smile, and we're all going the control room. And he's playing, and he kind of picks up the headphones, and he puts them on, and he's playing, and he's listening to the headphones. And the normal thing is, I just hit the talk back. Hey, Brian, the headphones okay? They're cool with the mix? And he's like, he turns around, <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And the guy starts screaming at me, what are you doing talking to Brian? I can't believe you're talking to Brian, you know? Oh, my God. I'm like. Dude, it's like, how do you know what his headphones sound like? Yeah. You know, I'm just asking him what his headphones sound like. You know, it's no big deal. And the guy was kind of flipping out. Wow. In any event, it was it was kind of interesting. And later on that night, uh, we ordered pizzas. And uh, the runner there was like, hey, Brian, what kind of oh, pizza no. do you oh, want? No, no. The guy, the guy, I thought he was going to have a heart attack. Okay, so two questions about that. But it was a great experience, and Brian was a sweetheart. And, and he was just was, playing. Uh, yeah, how, did, playing, how like, did it sound? Yeah. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, uh, like, just, it was a great experience. Did he play for like life. 20 minutes, two hours? Uh, he was probably there for maybe, you know, an hour and a half or something like and that. And playing like songs you recognize? Uh, just or? like bits and pieces, more of ideas. He wasn't right. playing any Beach Boys songs right. per se, you know, and he was kind of very sketchy kind of singing little melodies but not even really doing that he was huh. just kind of playing the piano and playing some song ideas chord changes and stuff like that the second question about that was have you run into any other artists in which they had a buffer like that where they said no you talk to me you don't talk to them in your uh encounters with uh, musicians uh, you know i so i work with michael jackson and he was great um, you know, he had a, a producer, Bill Bottrell, was working with him. We worked on the Dangerous album. And uh, Bill was like, hey, man, just whatever you want. He just sat in the back of the room and chilled, and we just did all our stuff. It was like when Slash was playing guitar on all that stuff on that album, you know. In any event, uh, um, Barbara Streisand was a little bit like that. I, I worked with her... Um, 
when she was dating Don Johnson. Oh, yeah. Classic and, Babs. And she, I think the album was <laughs> Till I Loved You or something. And she just had a lot of handlers around. But yeah. you could, and man, she, she knows music probably better than anybody. Really? Oh, it's unbelievable. She could, she could sing 10 takes of a song and, you know, she could say, okay, take the second half of the first verse, the first line of the second verse of take two of the second verse take take seven of this do that and you could sit there and try to recomp it all day long something different you're not going to beat what she tells you to do i mean she really knows her stuff um she charges like 300 bucks a ticket uh she's incredible uh and a a good friend of mine is her engineer he's been working with her for years it would be fun if we stripped all go see babs i couldn't name a single song She's unbelievably talented, but you know that was one. I'd say that was one of the ones where you know she came. There was a ton of people that showed up before her, and uh-huh. they were all like, "Oh, you know, make sure the temperature is yeah, exactly it was crazy." Right. And you know what? When she came in, she was totally cool. So, What's her biggest know, hit? Oh, well, the way like, we were. The w- yeah, probably yeah. right. Like the evergreen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know uh, uh, all that stuff. But also, uh, Beach Boys. Lick it up. Lick it. That's yeah, not Barbara that's, Streisand? Uh, that's Babs. She I, did that, I, and then Kiss covered it. I do have another be- Beach Boys connection, which is from Kokomo for the, what? For the movie Cocktail. Wait, so you worked with John Phillips? That's right. You guys went uh, into darkness here. Yeah. What okay happened? Over there? I, I don't know. Uh, well, okay, but didn't John Phillips from the Mamas and the Papas co-write that song? Uh, pro- I guess. I, you know... By the time it it got to us, we were kind of mixing it and yeah. adding a couple little bits for. It was a uh, big the, hit. Yeah, we we I I just worked on le- getting it into the movie cocktail. Yeah. So. Okay, uh, that's amazing. I, I I regret that we hadn't done six degrees of engineer Jim. Every time we do it, I'm like, I know it's such a it's amazing the people you've worked with, Jim. And it it's is. just yeah. nice to get. A different take on something instead of just talking about poop. And, and I I've like never we done went... drugs, so <laughs> yeah, no, no, and neither have I. Yeah. Uh, oh, we want to do a. Bang. Our, we got to know. We got to call we our got, good we... friend Peter Schrager. Oh yes, we got to call Schrager first. Yes, okay. Schrager. And joining us is our good friend and uh, Fox NFL insider Peter Schrager. Y- you've got to be giddy. Uh, camps are open. Uh, this is your. This is your glory days. Yeah, I mean, Dan, I mean, if I were to say the word erection a few times, that might be where we're at right now. After doing seven months of deflate gate nonsense and covering that like it's been the uh, Pentagon Papers, it's pretty nice to talk football. My erections have returned. Now, Shregs, yeah. you have to, we have to get you quick here because you're off to an event. Let me, let me guess. Yeah. It's the Met Ball, and yeah, you the are Met the MC. Yeah, me and Taylor Swift are going together. This Perfect. is going to be a big one. This is huge uh, for you. <laughs> it's it's me, it's Taylor Swift, and it's uh, Anna Wintour. We're all hanging out. Uh, I sent you a postcard the other day. Do you want to oh tell everyone God. what's Can on the postcard? This? All right, so uh, here's where we're going. This is crazy. First of all, the fact you sent a postcard. I mean, what day and age are we in? I love that. That must be Canadian. Um, so my wife and I sent uh, Jay a very belated, Jay and Choby, his wife, sent a very belated birthday gift for their young baby. It was a a cute little something or other. I had nothing to do with it. It was all my wife's doing. So we send it. Jay says, hey, what's your address? It's unnecessary. Do not send a thank you card. I don't like that. It's always awkward. Because then do I send a thank you card to the thank you card? I don't know how that works. And, you know, so anyway, 
I get back from my long trip to LA. I've been on the road doing all these training camps and uh, I open my mailbox and there are five Chippendale dancers on a postcard and it just says Palm Desert. And I put the back, I'm like, oh, this must be a mistake, but it's amazing. Flip the back and it's a note from Jay saying, hey, uh, Peter, these guys said they knew you and that uh, you were amazing and that they can't wait to see you again. Sincerely, Jay. And it was unbelievable. It was a note with just five male strippers on the front. My wife said, you guys have a really close relationship. I was worried that she would see that. I, I was worried you'd have to explain it to her. Yeah, well, I've gotten some other mail in, the, in my day that I've had to explain, uh, a.k.a. a Playboy and Penthouse subscription that I had. Uh, right when I met her, so she would check the mailbox, and sure enough, in came my nudie magazine. That was always a, a good one to explain. Hold on, Triggs. When were you subscribing to those <laughs> magazines? What year was right this? To, right to the very end. I mean, look, everyone does their internet searches. I don't even, you know, I had the BlackBerry, the last one standing. I don't. I've never checked for any pornography on the internet, and I'll tell you, I didn't get the magazine whoa, for whoa, pornography. Whoa. I don't do that. I think it's gross to 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 mess with, to mess with that pure browser of mine. I would never do that. <laughs> I don't believe you, you, but go no, on. I'm petrified of it. Look, I want no link to any of it, so I've never done any of that. Now, there was great writing in Playboy, Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, yeah. uh, for years, there's very un- wonderful essays. That writing quality has kind of gone down, and Playboy isn't what it once was. Now, Penthouse has fantastic, like, fantastic writing as well. And they've got Penthouse these letters. letters. That are just fantastic. I mean, yeah. Stuff about libraries. I mean, the stuff that you read in these penthouse letters, you're not getting that on your, you know, two-minute trip to porn tube or whatever the hell you guys check out. I never thought this would happen to me. That's how they always start. Exactly. Peter Schrager. Peter Schrager in his pure browser. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, no, pure. Browser, look, if I was to go through the cookies on Mike Botticello's browser, <laughs> God it. It's pure. Trigger bomb. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, besides the, the searches for Phil Collins and uh, whoever else, I don't know what engineer Jim has on that browser. But I'd rather know. be on my computer than doing just about anything. Shregs, real quick, you mentioned you are at some camps. Uh, give us an update. Yeah, I did Tampa Bay the other day, popped in for the Giants, and tomorrow I'll be doing a joint practice between the Eagles and the Ravens. I love doing these camps. You come in and you, uh, you meet with these guys and you sit with the front office and you get to know the team a little better than everyone else. And I'll tell you this, guys, Tampa Bay, they might not win the Super Bowl. They might not go to the playoffs, but they love their quarterback, Jameis Winston. Really? And I've been on the Jameis train. This guy was electric at practice, and the coaches and the front office are super excited. So for your listeners, don't draft him in your fantasy league. He's going to throw 25 interceptions. Mm-hmm. He might throw more interceptions than any quarterback ever. But <laughs> get on this train because he is damn fun to watch. And, Shregs, you and Clatt had – I've always had this little sort of tete-a-tete where you were on the Winston yeah. train and Clatt was on the Mariota train. And yeah. you guys have maybe a friendly wager going on this year? Yes, like, we might, do. And, okay. and here's the thing. Here's the thing. Joel is a wonderful guy. You guys have had him on. He's now now had that laugh. He's done the gang showers. He's been a wonderful guest twice. I mean, the Chris Meyer stuff last year, I mean, that was fantastic last week. But Joel Klatt two weeks ago was probably your best guest in a while. Now, Joel calls these big 12 and Pac-12 games. So he sees, gets his hands on him. He sees Mariota probably seven times the last two years. He meets with Mariota. He knows Mariota. Jameis Winston, he doesn't see as often. So I would always just call him right out and say, you're biased. You have a connection to, to Marcus Mariota. Now they're both on two separate teams. 
Both teams were terrible last year. It's going to be a clean slate. Marcus Mariota or Jameis Winston. And Joel Klatt believes that Marcus Mariota is going to be the better professional player than Jameis Winston. I give a nice big Joel Klatt laugh to that. I think that's ridiculous. And I would be shocked if Marcus Mariota makes any impact in year one. Now, where are you off to now, Shregs? Can you reveal where you're actually going? Yeah, I actually have an event, a quote-unquote event, uh, but it is with a few other NFL writer types, oh. and we are uh, kind of exchanging notes, and we do this every year, and I'm in New York City, and it's uh, one of these kind of, it's a dinner, but it's not really a dinner. It's more getting drinks and whatever, and I just could now, not be late for it. And I this, apologize, guys. Is this at Peter King's uh, palatial Central Park apartment? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Well, Shrek, uh, I'll just leave it at that. It's not at Peter King's apartment. Have fun at your event, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hey, okay. Sorry, Dan. I guess we're done. <laughs> Trigger bomb. Uh uh, brilliant. That was brilliant. Thanks, Shrags. Peter Schrager, what a guy. He's uh, off to the Met ball. I think I say, so I think I say that every time we have a guest. What a guy. Yeah, you Someone do. pointed that out. Maybe we could do a super cut no, of that. We, I was supposed to do that. Like we need to do a super cut of that, and then every time Engineer Jim has a connection, you say yes. So we need to go, <laughs> what a guy. Yes. I'm what just a guy. so happy. Yes. What a guy. And you <laughs> had me fooled with the Lincoln Park thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I, there's no way. And so you pulled the, it out of your You know, hat. and the thing with Lincoln Park, they got kind of like two lead singers. They got Mike mm-hmm. Shinoda, who does the rapping, and Chester Bennington, who does the singing. And I don't know what they're talking about. And then that. they have the bass player with the headphones. Yeah. I really hate that band. Oh, wow. <laughs> I really hate them. Don't every falling in my skin. They represent everything I don't like about Uh, music. Okay, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Hey. Know who I just discovered? The Marshall Tucker Band? Oh, I love the How Marshall Tucker How can no, no one told me about this? Tulsi oh, sent us a late night email one night. Marshall Tucker Band. I listened to it probably 10 times that night, the same album. Love the Marshall Tucker all right, let's do this Bane thing. Yeah, Mike? what's going on with yeah, the Bane Yeah, so this thing? came a, a fan email from Jacob Murdoch. Said oh, okay. that uh, Bane, uh, Jim's Bane sounded like a pig squealing. Oh, okay. So, so uh, this was la- Dan, from last Dan, week's podcast. Right, right, and Dan will be able to recognize this because he, he's just a pig farmer. We did a right. Bane off, and let's see if this, this correlation or the comparison's correct. When it comes to music, he should be put up against each other. <laughs> That's pretty good. It's about competition. Oh, and now the UK press will start to tear me apart. Loons have been calling for rain all night. <laughs> with the job. Love you guys regardless. Then oh. I will make this up to you. The loons are teaching their baby to fly. Back is just album. They're loud. Getting this album done. <laughs> <laughs> we wow. all go through things. <laughs> <laughs> no fun. Oh, oh, that's a tough one. Uh, oh, oh. Can't put that Boy, I don't know if we needed the Ned Beatty getting right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the piggy. 
First All off, right. so that was well done, Mike. Engineer Jim was Good compared job. to a pig, and if you're only watching or listening, then uh, Mike was compared to Catherine Hepburn, which, by the way, on Golden Pond, that's where those clips are from. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite movies. Really? And that yeah. came from uh, Pango Sports, the Hepburn. So we've learned that you're a big on Golden Pond fan and a big Streisand fan. No. Did not, did not, not, not Streisand. See that coming when we started this podcast. On Golden Pond, what a flick. <laughs> That's a drop oh. that should live forever. That's a that's a tearjerker if I've ever seen one. Fonda. Well, uh, that was a good podcast. Uh, our Twitter handles: J and Dan. That's the the podcast Twitter handle at Jerry D. Make sure you follow him at yep. P Shrags P S C H R A G S. Uh, he's a great follow if you're an NFL fan or just a fan of life in general. We forgot to ask uh, Jim if he had a connection to Phil Collins. Oh, Schrager yeah. wanted to know. Yes. Yes. Uh, Here comes the music. So, so quickly. um, No music. uh, You you know, uh, (laughs) I don't know if you ever you've seen like his uh, videos. You know, uh, like Susu Studio. Remember the bass player, the guy with the super long beard. I don't know if you don't uh, remember him. uh, Anyways, uh, (laughs) the bass player in his band, Lee Sklar. I've I've done a bunch of records with him. He's great. Is Phil Collins? Is he an underrated drummer? Oh, he's phenomenal. Yeah? Yeah, there's okay. just, there's actually um uh it's out right now on cable. Uh um it's sort of like the history of Genesis. It's really good. Mm. I highly recommend watching it. Um it's amazing uh the the transformation to that band like the how that band was in their early days yeah. with more proggy. Oh my God! They're, and then they became more poppy when when Phil Collins kind of took over. Yeah, but, well, you know, he, he he was in that band way way early on. He yeah. kind of became the singer by default right. when Gabriel left. Right. You know, they kept auditioning guys and he's picked up a Genesis he was the album. Guy. Too. Land but of Confusion, cool. one of all, my favorite songs of all time. Also, <laughs> I recorded in the studio where he did "In the Air" tonight. Oh, oh what with, a track! <laughs> yeah, those drums. It was awesome. I recorded there with Jeff Beck actually. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, Library Voices is the band off the top of the show. Yeah. If you're wondering who did that song, also this is the Hex Dolls who do this song for us. So we thank both those bands. Reach out to them on Twitter, iTunes, and SoundCloud, and rate us on iTunes. That's the thing Pat always talks about. Don't only subscribe on iTunes and listen on SoundCloud. But rate us on iTunes. Just go do it. And send us. Do it for us. And make sure you follow uh, our guys on Twitter, Engineer Jim's at Engineer underscore Jim. Mike's at Mickle House, M-I-C-K-E-L House. And Pat's at Pat Muldowney, P-A-T-M-U-L-D-O-W. Think anyone at all is sitting there writing that down? All, everyone at home has a notebook as they listen to the podcast. Dan likes Streisand. (laughs) Dan likes On Golden Pond. But seriously, Land of Confusion, what a song. At Jerry D, at P. Shregs, at J and Dan. Go he's, to jandan.com. He's at J on right. I'm at FS1 O'Toole. Uh, thank you. Uh, it's been fun. Stay away from <laughs> pools. Or dive right in. They're going home. First thing that you need to know is that the internet is amazing.